coming up, we're heading to Universal to get a little bit of num nums, and then we're going to answer a couple questions, and that's about it. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 219 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Dis Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. The Dis Unplugged Universal Edition is also brought to you by Disboards.com. If you're looking for even more information to help you plan your universal Orlando vacation, head over to Disboards.com and join the discussion today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Ryan the Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. Thanks for being here today. Yes, thank uh, you. We've got a fun episode for you. Like I said, uh, we're going to head to Universal and do another dining review. It's it's what you've been asking for. More in park content. I did get a question uh, by someone, I think it was during the latest Walt Disney World Edition podcast, they were asking, why can't we give more uh, content right up to date about the attractions and show those on videos right from the park? And I said the answer that is the honest to God's truth with it, it's because you're not allowed to pretty much film on like 99% of the things at Universal Orlando. So... Uh, and even then, the things that you kind of can film, sometimes it's like it's that that question. Like technically, high in the sky, high in the sky, Seuss trolley train ride. They tell you you can't film on it, and then as you're walking through Seuss Landing, you see 900 cell phones out yeah. taking pictures of everything. But so then we have to face that line of: Do we follow the rules as they're said, or do we follow the rules that that the world makes up? And because we obviously have a relationship with Universal, we have to follow the rules that that they put in line, and not uh, not not what the average population does. So that's why we don't bring those. But we can do food all the time, and that's why we do that every now and then. We do a little bit with uh, with merchandise, but it's been a while on that, so maybe we'll have to get back into that game. A little bit too, a little merchandise in the parks, but mm. we're going to do food. And uh, we haven't figured out where we're going to eat yet, so I'm not going to beat around the bush here and tell you that I know 100% what we're doing. But I can tell you that we are going to Universal. We're going to have some nom-noms, and we're going to talk about it on the show. And like I said, right after that, we're going to uh, we're gonna, we're gonna get into a little bit of uh, the questions that you had for us based on last week. There's only one thing I want to clear up beforehand. Um and we got a lot of questions about it, uh, whether I, I got a couple, at least. I don't want to say a lot. I got a couple. That's a lot in our world. Rhino, explain what an absatch is. Oh, it is uh, what the what some people may call a fanny pack. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, uh, I believe, in the United Kingdom, that is a uh, not a good word yes. to use. Uh, fanny, it, in particular. Not yes. fanny pack, but yeah. fanny. 
so um, they don't call it that there. Um, I said it in one of my first episodes, and then I was like, well, I don't know what else to call it, and we decided that ab-satch, that it was a satchel that attached to your abdomen, so we would call it an ab-satch. There was a hashtag. If you want to search the hashtag ab-satch, it went around for a little while, do some digging there. Exactly. You know, that was a good time, Bob. Back in, that was, that was one of those moments where I, I – I want to pretend that JL and I both looked at each other like, what? I called it Debbie. Its name is Deborah <laughs> from the Deborah. Yeah, Deborah. There was a lot of, a lot of good times in the past. That Debbie's was, still with me. I still have her. That was, that was one of our best ones. And, you know, it's a, that was one of our amazing inside jokes. Uh, you know, we a couple, couple weeks back, um, maybe a month back, we brought back uh, Hala, Hala Pacino. Oh, the Hala Pacino brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the crinos yeah. haven't been around for a while. Yeah, either. no, we're we're about due for a good crino episode. I have my T-shirt, so I know. So do I. <laughs> it's one of those ones where, uh, which it was one of your friends who made that. Yeah, it was right? my yeah. friend Anthony. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those ones where I've left in my closet. Like I know I can't throw this away. <laughs> no, I literally was going through my closet and I was like, oh my god, this is that shirt, and I, yeah. I was like, oh. I, I'm not gonna. It's so soft. I don't want to get rid of it. Yeah, it's, it was made from an old navy shirt, and yeah. it is it is very comfortable. Uh, also, I want to bring up thank you to everyone for helping uh, us to understand along the way about the whole audio animatronics versus animatronics thing. But I, I just want to say, with that, if you're confused, last week we had some questions about the Hagrid figure that Universal was saying was a uh, lifelike animated figure, and I wanted to call it an animatronic, and then I posed the question, is animatronic something that Disney holds, or is that only when it's audio animatronic? I believe in that episode we came to the conclusion that – According to Wikipedia. Which is made up by anyone that wants to, uh, as long as they source at least once or twice. But the, thing, the part we came up with is that if it's audio animatronic, that means it's Disney exclusively. That is what they made animatronic is anything else so if you're going to chuck e cheese and you're watching their animatronics those can be animatronics the rock of fire explosion or whatever it's called it's like chuck e cheese with that too i don't it's i've been spent a lot of time at chuck e cheese yeah. no no uh, but anything else is animatronic and we did we we understood that that episode but i guess it didn't really come through on that so uh i'm still calling it a hagrid animatronic as long as I don't say audio in front of it, it's fine. So that's that. Yeah, people did not listen to the rest of the show when I found the answer. Hell, I'll be honest. Sometimes I don't listen to the rest of the show. I might not have either, but uh, maybe you didn't either. So, uh, regardless, you know, we're going to, with in this situation, we're going to move on from it. We're going to strap on our ab satches and we're going to head to Universal for a dining review. Here we are at Universal Orlando, just like we, we promised you. And. We are hanging out in City Walk today. Currently, right out front of Hot Dog Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. because that's where we're eating. Mm. Yeah, we haven't formally done a review of this for the show. You did a video uh, well, years way, ago, like when yeah. we first started doing those videos. Like. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna check it out, see if it still holds up. Don't think I'm gonna do the two foot long today. Not feeling good about myself, so that's just going to make me feel worse. But hopefully, we'll be able to find something we like, and hopefully, it'll be good. So, let's go. I 
I went with the uh, veggie, uh, it's called the Veggie Dog Platter, I believe. It's um, $6.99 or with a side $8.99. You can choose fries or coleslaw. I went with coleslaw, um, which is probably just as bad for you as french fries, let's be honest with ourselves. But you get the choice of two toppings with that. I went with uh, grilled peppers and onions and sauerkraut. And then I put a little bit of this spicy garlic mustard on top of it. And uh, I'm excited. I've never had a... Uh, vegetable-based hot dog before. I've had a bratwurst and, and stuff, but I don't think I've had a straight-up hot dog. This is a Morningstar hot dog. I'm going, I'm going in. Mm. That's the thumbnail. I don't think I like this. Um, the toppings are good, you know, sauerkraut, love me some sauerkraut, grilled peppers and onions, great. I don't like the hot dog. It's got this weird flavor to it. Like, I've had the ve the, the vegan or vegetarian bratwurst and um, sausage I've had before have both had that, like, same kind of similar texture to a sausage. This does not have the texture of a hot dog. You don't have that casing flavor, you don't have any of that, and I get that it's like a plant-based, but... I don't think I'm in love with this. I'm gonna give it a couple more bites and see, but let me uh, try the coleslaw. Well, I gotcha. Mmm. That's a lot of mayonnaise. Not mayonnaise, Miracle Whip, maybe, because it's very tangy. Mmm. I'm gonna let you talk about your food for a minute. I decided to go with the Washington dog and to talk about what's on it, I will start. It was very perdaply of me yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, so it's a Hebrew national dog topped with buffalo sauce, coleslaw, so double coleslaw for me today because I also got coleslaw as my side instead of french fries, you know, like Rhino trying to eat healthy, get as many mayonnaise-based stuff into my life. Uh, also blue cheese dressing on this and celery salt. So all piled high on there. It's, it's I mean, it's literally the size of a hot dog. Yeah. But for some reason, I think maybe it's like looking at the two-foot-long hot dog in the window, yeah. like psyching yourself up. You expect these things to come out bigger, and then it's like, oh. Standard issue. Well, <laughs> what else am I going to eat after this? Uh, that's just me, though. I'm a fatty. But let's see how it tastes. Hopefully better than Rhino's, because he did not sound happy. Mm -hmm. The Hebrew National Dog is awesome. It's everything you want a hot dog to be. Classic. I'm... So I got excited about the Blue G's dressing. You gotta keep wiping your little mustache. Oh, it's still more? Yeah, it's still more. I'm not, you're still not going to the side of your face, it's on. It's on the other... Okay, there we go. Okay. I'm not wild about the blue cheese dressing on there. I like the blue cheese. It's a nice, stinky blue cheese. Mm. But with the... I don't... Maybe, actually... You know what? I could be talking about this, thinking that it's the blue cheese, when all along it's the coleslaw. But see, I was thinking maybe the blue cheese was the base of the coleslaw, but... So it's like very creamy hot dog you got here. 
Okay. It's the blue cheese dressing. Nope, nope. It's a coleslaw. That coleslaw is very confusing. You don't get the sugar kick from it until the very end. And then it comes. And it leaves, like, the worst aftertaste mm. ever. Um... Take one more bite just to make sure I'm not crazy. I'm really regretting not getting French fries right now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Excellent. Ring the bells. Uh, no, that coleslaw is awful. It's really, really bad. So, I need to finish my dog to kind of get a better grasp on it, but. I'm not wild about it right now, and I was hoping I would be because I love buffalo sauce. I love blue cheese. So it's not a promising, but we'll see if I kind of turn around and enjoy it a little bit more here once I finish it. But we'll fill you back in. Yeah, final thoughts for me. Disappointed, but I don't necessarily put that on the quality of the food for what I had. Uh, just the coleslaw. It ruined everything. That was really bad. Uh, when I had bites that were only blue cheese and hot dog, buffalo sauce and the celery salt, it was awesome. But then the coleslaw came in and ruined everything. So I will never order anything here again based around coleslaw. But, uh, you know, I will definitely get a hot dog here again in the future. I'm just going to choose probably one that's better suited Uh for my taste now that I know what to expect. Yeah. It's the hard part when you make uh, when you make choices outside of the normal thing that you get, and that's what happened to me too. Like that hot dog is probably the worst vegetarian option thing I've ever had, though, at anywhere. Um, so I can't recommend it. It was definitely the hot dog, though, because everything else was fine. So the actual, I did not care for the Morningstar thing. It was a texture and a taste thing. Not a huge fan, but that's not going to deter me from trying other vegetarian hot dogs in other places completely agree on the coleslaw skip that just get the fries it's a hot dog get some hot dog and french fries yeah or nothing just get the hot dog you maybe know, you know maybe just get a plain hot dog and try some of the fun mustards they have mm-hmm. that might be better because they have the five fun mustards the the whole like i love the atmosphere of the place it's fun yeah it's, i like that they have like the the benches where you're like sitting watching a game in the outfield because if you yeah. look down on the ground there's a you're like standing on a field on the exactly they have the field on the ground you can sit in some of the seats from ballparks they got Fenway seats on there for you mm-hmm. that's all I got but yeah oh, it's really fun so uh, it's just bad time around this time but maybe next time will be better so uh, that's gonna do it for right now we're gonna head back to the studio answer some questions that that's right back to you guys and we're back, and that was a surprise. Oh, it sure was. It always is. Mm-hmm. And that's another one of those inside jokes is that we do this way too often where we record the uh, intro, outro before we actually go out and do it, so we have no idea what's going on, but we hope for the best. Sometimes it actually falls in line where it all ends seamlessly. Other times it doesn't. This one, I feel like it's one. It feels good. This feels good. I feel good. About Feels this. right. Feels right. So we're going to end the show like we have been the past couple of weeks by answering a couple of questions, whether they were asked on uh, Twitter, YouTube, whatever. Uh, again, just to keep reiterating every week until we get enough questions where we feel comfortable with it. Always leave your questions in the comments below on YouTube on the video for this episode. If you're listening to this uh, on whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, however you're getting it, you can always tweet at us 
at Teleclaster at Diz Universal at RYNO1185, which means Rhino1185. Uh, you can, any of those ways where you can head over to YouTube, find that episode, and then leave a comment on it. We're making it very accessible for you to ask us questions. And then always at UOPodcast at DizUnplugged.com. Just leave us a question so we can answer it on this episode. We have uh, two great questions for this one. Uh, the first one is kind of an extension of the Absatch conversation. Comes from Broadway X Babe and says Broadway, yeah, Broadway X Babe. Uh, you guys don't use backpacks. What do you do for hydration? Do you just carry around your water bottle around with you? I don't love backpacks, but I also need to keep my reusable water bottle with uh, me. I said I carry a backpack at all times in my life. Oh, sorry. I meant you guys who don't use backpacks. Oh, oh, it was a okay. general question. Sorry. One word really changes that question a lot. Here's what you do. You get yourself a little carabiner clip. You clip it on your belt loop. You're a stepdad. <laughs> okay. There you go. That is one answer to it. Um, okay. So for hydration, what do I do when I don't have a backpack? Uh, simple enough. I have to just abuse the fact that Universal is going to give me way too many of those tiny, tiny, tiny water cups that are 100% ice and I guess 100, uh, it will say 99.9% .9 ice and then 0.01% water. Got 99 water. ice cubes oh, yeah. and water ain't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> water is made out of ice. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh, but okay, yeah, so Universal does have the problem that they're, uh, they <laughs> They give you these little tiny refill cups uh, to to fill up, and it's not not sorry. They don't give you refill cups. They give you cups of water when you ask. They're way too small. They're way too filled with ice. It's like you need ten of them in order to feel rehydrated, especially on those hot days. It would be great if you could just carry around your water bottle all around and refill. Obviously, uh, you know there's been changes to their system with Coke Freestyle and stuff along the way that has made uh, things harder, but. Um, it's, you, you know, usually it's, it's one of those things where if I don't have a backpack with me, that's, that's all I do. I just go up and I ask for my free cup of water. It's not ideal, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's water fountains too, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but and they're I don't like gross sometimes I know. Yeah. It's, it's not necessarily the water that's coming out of them. I'm not one of those people who's like, Oh, Florida water. That's awful. I think there's nothing worse than water that's come out of a tap that's not properly cleaned that is from like lemonade or powerade and it's got that weird yeah like fake sugar yeah. aftertaste i think that's worse than the stuff that comes out of a florida tap uh that's just me personally so it, it's i drink tap water at my house yeah, I mean, I, it's I drink. probably better filtered at the theme park than it is at my house. Yeah, sometimes I, I, feel like. I, I think that is a lot of the case with it. But honestly, yeah, that's where you know, it it's not perfect out of a water fountain. It's okay for me. It's the ice. I need my I need my water nice and cold. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times the water fountain won't cut it. Uh, maybe get the cup with your ice at. The, the drink stand, and then from there, take it and refill it a water fountain. But that's simply all I do. You know, they're going to take care of you. They're going to make sure that you don't go high, the dehydrated and get really sick and not feeling well. So just just do do that. Uh, but, you know, obviously, if you if you can bring a water reusable water bottle, that's the ideal. Um, it's just... Uh, they, I'm telling you, just get the kind of clip on you. I know it's lame, but they yeah. sell them, like, the, the, the type that you see, like, Disney cast members, Universal team members, yeah. they have them clipped on them. But I, you can buy those pretty regularly, regular, in, whatever, in many places. 
They also sell, don't they sell those like things that clip on the top of a water bottle now too? Yeah. I want to say Universal. I saw them in the gift shop before. Yeah. It's ultimately though, I think the main problem with reusable water bottles in Orlando is not enough places has, have oh, adopted nowhere. onto yeah. them. Um, and I will say that other places we've traveled, even California, it feels like every now and then I struggle. There was to- one in downtown Orlando the other day, though. I saw it. It was by Lake Eola. They have the thing where you can put the water bottle yep. straight ahead into it. And I, I like, feel oh. like it's a sad state when the gym at my my uh, association, my my home where I live, I feel like when my gym even has a reusable water bottle fill station over like a theme park, that's when Here's things the thing. are dire. If they want uh, – I hate saying that. If they want us – to get rid of single-use items, which is a big thing that I'm all about, you know, like get d- – don't waste that paper cup. Don't whatever, you know. But how can you do that if you can't – if you're not – we need to provide the tools to get rid of that yep. stuff to begin first before we get rid of it. It's like we're doing it backwards. Yeah. The world will adopt saving the environment, but you have to make it easy on us too. I feel like I, if I knew the words to like the – Make that change. Get on your feet. Is that, Parks and Recreation is the theme today. <laughs> get up and make it happen. Ron, no, Gloria, there's not enough rug to get to. Not the even that. It's Gloria Estefan is I the know. theme of the day. Okay, uh, moving on to our next question. It comes from, actually, this is a Twitter one. It's a rare one. So uh, Brian Dawes, uh, Brian, was actually updating us as he was getting ready to start running the running Universal Minions oh, 5K. the one in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had their inaugural 5K race uh, just recently this weekend, and it looked like a great time. Yeah. I am actually very jealous. I would have loved to have done it. I didn't realize the course was so awesome. I don't know if they like showed off what the course would be like before they uh, they sold the race or anything. And uh, but it was like legitimately, you start off in the park and you run the entire park, and then you run down in the back lot. It's not like yeah, there yeah. was no parking lot running like at a run Disney race. No, it was, yeah, you were like in the set. You were like on the War of the World yeah. set and stuff. It was yeah, cool. Like legitimate, they ran through Amity. And they oh, ran yeah, past that was Jaws. the part. Yeah, well, yeah, no, you it, don't even get there on Halloween Horror Nights. You can't even go down there. Yeah, the, no, to that part of it. it. It was insane. Looking at the the track, looking at all the people who were out there running it, it looked like a amazing time. I am so jealous. Running by be. Angela Lansbury's yeah. house down it's, there. It's, it's, I remember when they sent me the announcement about this race, and I was like, oh, it's, it seems fun, but no way I'd ever go out there for a five k. And now, like looking back on it, like I'm, I'm kind of jealous mm. that I didn't, I didn't actually go ahead. And, well, now they know. The next time they have one, well, they already have the next one. I believe it's November 16th, and it will be a Jurassic Park. <gasps> but oh. the caveat right now is the only people who can sign up for it are ones who ran the inaugural oh. Minions. So it could open up, but right now it's only for that. But they're not calling this. Uh, running Universal Studios Hollywood, they're coming. They're calling this Running Universal, which so makes you think we'll get one here. Well, that's that's part of it. We've had um, the first year, I believe, Universal did a 5K in Orlando. It was only employees, and then after that, they've now opened it up to annual pass holders. You but it's become a big event, and it's could run City Walk, and then each one of the parks, and that's yeah. what it is. I wanted to do it this past year, and Kylie and I actually it sold out before we could sign up for oh. it. 
Um, so it's become a popular thing, but not on like the level that it's still a small event, but it could become a bigger one. So uh, Brian ran the race, sent us a couple pictures from it. looked like an awesome time, so thank you for that. But he also said, um, with the announcement of the Jurassic Park as the next running Universal event, what do you want to see as a future theme for either coast? Harry so- Potter. Yeah, no, that's okay. Let's live in the real world where J.K. Rowling is not willing to uh, sell herself for a running event. Mm-hmm. What she likes people to be healthy. Yeah, but I think she would have endorsed some of the running Harry Potter running clubs that are already out there if that was the case. What about? Well, they can't do a Marvel one, right? No, no, they cannot do a Marvel one. So, what do we want to see? A Doctor Seuss one. There's not much oh. left in that park, but a Dr. Seuss one could have a fun medal. Um, yeah, that, that could. Um, how about a Steven Spielberg-themed one? That's immediately what I was thinking. I would love to see, um, to start going off that. Obviously, Jurassic Park was a big one. I would love to see, uh, especially out in Hollywood, they're already running through Amity. I want to see a Jaws one. Yeah. Uh, bring a Kong Kong. Uh, King Kong one. A Kong Kong. A Kong Kong. <laughs> a both coast Kong Kong. I was thinking you were just like you wanted the dog Kongs <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. be it. Like, that was it. Uh, you get one free Kong yeah. if you run the race. No, but a King Kong uh, race. That would be awesome. That could appeal to both coasts on that, obviously. Uh, it would have to take some work. I don't know how it would go into it, but. Come on now. you're missing. We're missing an obvious one right Which here. one? The Back Tonight the Show with Jimmy Fallon. Oh. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was going to say Fast and the Furious because you have yeah. to be fast and furious oh, uh, to get through the race. I agree with that. Fast and Furious, I do think they could technically make it work out of Jimmy Fallon as well, too. Um, I a Back I, to the Future one would be amazing. Yeah. Back to the Future, obviously. Um, any, like you said, with E.T., anything Steven Spielberg that he made while he was working in a partnership with Universal on that, I would if if universal has the exclusive theme park rights to use anything simpsons in theme parks i would love to see that but who knows they probably never opened it up to saying oh like a a race if we want to use a race one day with the simpsons we can do that around halloween though they should do classic monsters oh yeah no that would that would be awesome too any i mean universal is so ripe with that i don't want to see a born legacy race i don't want to see the born series does he run a lot I think that's like 90% of the movie. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Mission Impossible 3. What about the uh, Pitch Perfect uh, running race? You just have to scream sing the whole time? Uh, I, I think we're on something with, with Bourne. There is a lot of running in that. But there is a lot of running in Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, but Maybe Tom, nobody it. makes running look as cool as Tom Cruise. Well, because he's, he's so arms. close to the ground yeah. that it looks like he's going 30 times faster. <laughs> he's got those arms. And that being said, we both love the Mission oh, Impossible Oh, yeah, don't series. get me. Some of my favorite movies. Yeah. Don't even. I, I've been I've been hesitating on thinking that Mission Impossible Three might be itching up there as one of my favorites in the series. That's I was re- I was a little mini tangent here. I read a thing the other day that was like, oh, when it came back from rescued from the third one, I'm like, rescued. Pardon you. It was the third one rescued it from the second one. Exactly. The only what I would say is the only subpar Mission Impossible in all of the series. The problem with the third one is the fact that no one wanted to watch it because the second one was so bad. And so for that right. reason, they felt like the fourth one did save the series. But if we would have just paid attention to J.J. Abrams, 
way back when, then we would have been like, oh, the third one is actually really freaking awesome. Has some of the coolest segments. Oh, it's got great shots yeah. in it. Like, I, I know. This is a huge digression, but whatever. You know, he's on the bridge and he hits the window and then the car window breaks. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's at the end of the show anyways. At this point, they already know. go to yeah, find gone. Links, they hung up. Uh, <laughs> comments, crap like that. You know, whatever. You're not listening and watching anyways anymore. But, uh, I mean, that being said, I think it is probably time to wrap things up. Yeah, someday, someday we'll have that movie podcast. Yeah, uh, it will be uh, on Diz Pop later on. You'll catch our <laughs> Mission Impossible, our breakdown. Uh, we're gonna do like that one uh, podcast that takes one minute of Star Wars and just breaks that down over the course of an hour. We're gonna do that with Mission Impossible. Oh my god, I didn't Diz even Pop. know that was a thing. Oh yeah, no, that's a that's a good deep Oof, dive. Wait till we get to the well, red light, green light, red light, green light. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> we'll break it down by the second. So we just get. Just by every Jean Reno line in the entire movie. <laughs> he is my favorite professional out there. That was a little bit of a deep dive, too, there, but it's fine. It's I good thought movie. you were going to say cab driver in New York City, because when you're, you're on the run from a giant lizard, you can always count on him to hotwire a cab with a knife. You know what, though? I did. I found him through Godzilla. I and now I guess I would have watched Mission, no, Mission Impossible. Impossible. First. Yeah, I found him through Mission Impossible. I fell in love with him through <laughs> Godzilla, but then I finally appreciated him as an artist because of the professional. See, I thought you were going to do um, one of them hurt me, one of them loved me, <laughs> like you were doing the oh, Ariana Grande yeah. breakdown. Are, are we talking? One about, brought me pain. Uh, one sleep, brought me patience. Sleep, Mary, kill. Um, yeah. uh, it definitely kill him in the Da Vinci Code. And I would sleep with him <laughs> in the Pink Panther. <laughs> yes, I would. No, I would marry that one. Yeah, that okay. sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, you know, I would sleep with him in, in the professional. And the rest <laughs> is just good rules. Yeah. He's, a, he's a very great actor. Jean Renault. Yeah. And now we'll do it for this episode. For this episode of the Jean Renault podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's podcasting. <laughs> so for links to everything discussed in this episode head over to disunplug.com home of the show notes page for this show and all the others on the disunplug podcast network you can find links to our facebook twitter instagram uh, and our email address uopodcast at disunplugged.com uh, if you're watching this on youtube go ahead subscribe hit that bell so you get notified when we have new videos and uh, leave us comments down below leave us your questions for next week see what it could happen just from one question and uh, <laughs> tell us your favorite genre now movie yeah. in in the comments below if it was a universal movie great we'll yep. tie it in even better well we will find a way to tie it in and of course hit that thumbs up or thumbs down button if you're listening to this uh on itunes stitcher google however you're getting it spotify uh, yeah spotify make sure you're subscribed to us and if you can leave us feedback anywhere please do so we appreciate it so uh, thank you everyone out there for listening and watching thank you rhino for being a part of this uh we'll see you again next week on the genre now podcast but until then remember uh we just changed the name. Yippee!